Welcome back. This is Angie Setzer, and you are listening to the Girls Talk Egg, plowing through the manure online conversation again this week. Um, just kind of got into talking here offline about uh, the fun things that come with social media access anymore and, and uh, you know, how a lot of people can start to put the cart before the horse, so to speak, on on things that they see online and the reaction that can come. Uh, This week, uh, Facebook and Twitter blew up, uh, so to speak, uh, when a a planting video was released on the 20th of February. Um, And of course, my my little pea brain, being from where I am from, um, I've never really seen anyone uh, practice or or work with their planter prior to, to the first day of planting when they discover that all goes wrong. Um, but everyone's reaction was quite interesting and it stemmed a, a pretty interesting conversation on our end when we saw it. And uh, so, Karen, why don't you go ahead and, and kind of introduce the the topic at hand or, or kind of explain the background of what we saw, what happened and and uh, where we where that took us, you know, from a, an overall conversation standpoint. Sure. Um, the video, if you're looking for it on Facebook or even on Twitter, is um, you can find it under Central Illinois Ag. It was actually published first by Michael Schmidt, who is the owner of that dealership. And they had just put together um, a new planter. And since it was so nice out and the, the ground was working well, they wanted to go out and test it. And so he put up just a little short video and said, corn planting in Central Illinois in, in February, which, of course, just, you know, had everyone lose their minds, which, I mean, he was, you know, toying with them a little bit, but it was just kind of funny. Um, Everyone, if you read the comments, I mean, it was viewed like 230,000 times and it had more than 500 comments or at least more than 400. And it just, it was just so funny how quick, you know, people jumped to conclusions. And I mean, I know he said he was planting corn, but he didn't say he was, you know, planting corn that he was planning on harvesting. And uh, just a bunch of comments. And I mean, it didn't really occur to a lot of people that he was probably testing a new planter. They all just assumed he was a moron. Um, It's just kind of unfortunate in a lot of reasons. I mean, Michael's not a moron, but it just it, it really concerned me that not that many people actually test their planters before going out to plant. Um, and so or, it was, don't, or don't read research a little bit on social media before they start jumping on somebody else. Right. That's more, you know, more concerning. I mean, I know on Twitter, you got 140 140 characters, and that gets misconstrued rather quickly. Um, But it was was just kind of funny, the uproar that, you know, came with this. Um, And he didn't, you know, he didn't say he planted a 1000 acres, he just said he was out planting. Um, You know, I think he did a pass or so, you know, just making sure that everything was working. But, you know, when we see something like that, we, we tend to you know, have a knee-jerk reaction, and it's unfortunate sometimes. I think it uh, gets us into trouble, and not just in this case, but, um, you know, with other videos and different things, and, you know, people starting to boycott different things because they see, you know, a certain restaurant or whatnot did did something, and it just, it seems like we all need to take a deep breath after we see one of these before we decide to, to comment or to, you know, make an assumption. It takes like two seconds to pull up Google and type something into the search box um, or like on Facebook hit, you know, Central Illinois Ag and find out. I mean, it probably did wonders for their Facebook page. It got them a lot of attention and a lot of um, the it, Facebook analytics probably loved it. But, you know, people saying things that before they research 
Right. And part of the problem was he had commented fairly quickly about what he was actually doing on it. But the way Facebook reads and after you get 400 comments, you know, his comment wasn't the first one that you saw. And so that didn't help either. So, I mean, the way Facebook works, you know, kind of played into having this go a little bit awry, too. Right. Yeah. People aren't going to go back 400 comments. But on the other hand, they're probably not reading even three before just to see if if there's some explanation there. Right. So, I mean, and and he did, you know, kind of stir the pot. But his point was, hey, it's nice out. You know, you should get out there and work on your equipment and try, you know, and see what, you know, how how different things are working and, you know, make sure it is ready for when the time does come that, you know, you're ready to go and things are all, you know, working correctly. Was that on Central Illinois Ag's Facebook page or was it on his personal page? Um, I think originally it was on his personal page. Okay. But it did get, it was public, I believe. So it got shared several times and, and they did, you know, move it to, um, I believe that Central Illinois Ag's Twitter account, you know, retweeted it also, but I'd have to double check on that. Which is really brilliant. It probably got them lots of traction or, you know. But it was, it was just funny because it was all, you know, people in an uproar. Okay. Well, you know, so what if he was planting? Right. You know, who cares? Yeah. yeah. If he wanted to go out there and try something, I know there are a couple guys out, you know, trying to plant sweet corn to see if they could keep it alive to, you know, have early sweet corn. And there's another gentleman um, somewhere here in Illinois that tries to plant beans every month, you know, because he's doing an experiment. And I think his, he just does a few acres, but, you know, he's experimenting it, you know, who cares, you know, let him. Right. Exactly. But we're so fast to criticize each other. Um about anything we do. It's just a little crazy. I think we all just need to take a breath. Yeah. We were talking about that. And with some of the things that you've experienced, Karen, you know, comments that you made perhaps on a podcast earlier that Jen had commented on that resulted in a surprising uproar, um, you know, or, or a little bit of a dust up, you could say maybe uproars is uh, making it more than what it was. But it, it goes to show you just the social media, how how beautiful it is in so many ways to bring us closer together, but how detrimental it can be in other ways um, when it comes to, you know, sharing too much information or, or allowing someone who may not know all the facts to communicate or, or misconstrue or blow something out of proportion um, relatively easily uh as long as the the right person grabs a hold and retweets or or shares or something of that nature then you can actually open this whole pandora's box of of craziness and i I think we all know the term clickbait and that the actual title of something doesn't necessarily construe what's inside and it just uh you know makes me think about what the president says about fake news you know it just it's just so funny that you know we we all we're somewhat gullible in the fact that we're like we'll see a headline and we'll start commenting without actually reading the piece or watching the video to see what's really going on. It's because people can't pass up the opportunity to comment on everything, whether they know what's going on or not. Um, I guess Facebook and Twitter have made that their job, basically. I feel like, you know, when you watch a natural disaster or something tragic on the news, there was always that one person that, you know, got their 15 minutes of fame because they were, you know, the crazy person in town. And I feel (laughs) like that Twitter and Facebook, like, lets everybody be the crazy person in town getting their 15 minutes at times. That's true. So. 
No, I agree. I mean, I, I think, and I think we've seen that, um, you know, with the whole, whole, uh, boycott everything thing. Um, I mean, I'll admit right off the get go, I was quick to jump on the, the bandwagon. Of course, I'm, I'm here and I'm going to do whatever I can to help forward, you know, or, or, progress the the image of egg and and you know the first one that i remember was the panera um the easy chicken everyone mm-hmm. freaking out about that and then uh subway and i went for about 2 months without subway before i realized that I love me some Subway. Um, you <laughs> we know, did that uh, with McDonald's. I can't remember what McDonald's did, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want some fries. I did it with Panera yeah. for a little bit, but then I was pregnant and I'm like, forget it. I want Panera for my sanity. <laughs> exactly. And that's so, I mean, when it comes down to it, it, it there comes a, a point in time where you almost have to ask yourself, you know, am I jumping on board of this bandwagon because it's going to accomplish something or am I jumping on board of this bandwagon because I think I, I have to, um, or if I don't, I'm not the proper egg person or I'm not advocating. Um, I'm not even going to say the other term. Um, (laughs) not that I don't like it. I mean, it's, it's great, but, uh, I think another controversy and show in itself. Exactly. And, uh, you know, but you're, there's ways that we can can correct the consumer, um, or or perhaps engage with other people in conversation that doesn't need to be one of of flying off the handle. And I will admit, when I saw that planting video, um, you know, for me, one of the things that just absolutely grinds me in in ag is the the thought that because everyone else is doing it, I have to. Um, you know, it, yes, it's detrimental to my operation, or maybe it won't work for me. But I saw it online, and so something's going on, and I'm missing out. Um, you know, and, and there's been a- reactions. Yeah, there there's been the conversation of the fear of missing out. You know, and and how much social media has stoked that that fear, and and uh, um, so to me, when when I saw it, I was just like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Um, because I remember, was it last year um, that we had we saw on Twitter where they literally were planting corn in Central Illinois uh, the last half of of March or or whatever it it was, and it actually worked. I mean, I I will admit I was one of the first people to say I can't believe they're doing that. That it is not going to work. Blah blah blah, and it did. Um, well, you have to remember too, Illinois is a very long state, north to south, and so you know, Southern Illinois is Kentucky, Missouri type weather, whereas Northern Illinois is more Wisconsin, you know, and that type of weather. So just because it says Illinois, I mean, you have to really find out where in Illinois it is. So, right. And you said you had a knee jerk reaction. I guess my first, I know Michael. So my first reaction was, oh, he's stirring up trouble. (laughs) So, but, and the thing is too, I mean, there've been planting videos from the guys in Texas and I always comment every I state farmer just gasped when they saw that kind of thing, but. (laughs) Which is true. So it's funny, but it just. How do you see it on, on your end, Jen? I mean, you're, you're into the, um you're in a lot different circles being in um the row crop being an an actual farmer um or a, a quote unquote what's the hashtag real living farmer is that the <laughs> I don't know. actual living farmer an actual, actual living, living farmer. farmer so you're you're an actual living farmer oh. you know what do you see in in your circles cuz you you're really you know for those that don't know um Jen is a a guru of social media um people look up to her all over the world yeah, she's okay. been 
to Germany and eaten real life bratwurst and wore um what are those things called later that you wore later hosen she wore later hosen no i didn't <laughs> chris loved it <laughs> yeah he requested she bring the later hosen home um but what do you see i mean what what are you uh, uh seeing on your side and and in the circles that you run with you know you said earlier that you didn't realize people tested planters i didn't realize are we test our planter in our yard um, so we don't screw up the field. Um, I saw that video and I kind of bypassed it. I, d- I mean, I'm wondering, I don't, that guy doesn't ask me to pay his bill. So I'm not sure why it was my business if he wanted to plant corn in February. Um, I, I guess but I, we it must wasn't judge a, each other, <laughs> but yeah, that's our job, right? To judge each other. Um, it showed up on my Facebook feed, but, um, I'm not sure anyone, I really knew commented on it. It didn't show up repeatedly. How about that? Um, and normally, if people in my feed are commenting or liking, it will show up repeatedly thanks to Facebook analytics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it show up once, and then I responded with a snarky comment. And uh, so I was that guy. I was the <laughs> one that the clickbait worked. I don't even think I clicked on the video. And I was the one that, you know, and and I said, you know, I just rolled my eyes so hard. I think I broke them. Um, and see, I and- shared it on my own page. And I was just like, I don't know what's more disturbing, that people don't test their planters or that they just make automatic assumptions. And somebody on my page said, well, what do you expect if you put up a, you know, a whatever his title was for, you know, planting corn in February? He's like, of course, we're going to believe what the title says. And I was like, well... Let's have a little bit of humor, people. (laughs) Well, it's ingenious, really. I mean, because he did attract a lot of attention. Had that been on Central Illinois Ag page, they would have had more traffic that day than what they could have imagined um, because it would have been shared everywhere. Whether or not it was true, whether he was just checking the planter or not, that would have uh, shot Facebook analytics through the roof for, for their page. So that takes me to my next question, because, you know, for those of us who are into social media and those of us who are trying to accumulate or or grow our social media presence, so to speak, are you doing yourself or the industry a disservice by using clickbait um, to to, you know, perhaps perpetuate fallacies or or, um, maybe mislead your uneducated um, viewer? But I mean, the title was just planting corn in February in central Illinois. I mean, it it was truthful. I don't think it was misleading. I mean, because they were actually planting corn. Now, of course, it wasn't something they planned on harvesting. But um, well, I think it comes down to um, it's what attracts attention. Um, If he'd have just said testing the planter, he would have not near got the clicks that he got. Um, Yeah. You know, when you say planting corn, February, Illinois, you're like any one of those words is going to attract your attention. If you're scrolling social media and you're looking to see what's going on in agriculture or farming or it's something you're interested in, if if you'd have scrolled through that and and the headline would have been um, testing planter, testing a new planter, even that might have not got anybody's attention because... I don't know, I might have gone, well, I can't afford a new planter or, you know, that's not the color I use or anything. It was, it was clickbait and 
I don't know. I think I it I was more one of those accidental viral things. Yes. Oh, I think <laughs> it was too. I mean, totally. I don't think he was thinking. I'm going to work on my Facebook analytics. You know, I think it just oh, kind of snowballed was, into it. It was ingenious, yeah. really. And I don't want to make it sound like that's the only one that I've seen. I've, I've seen several times on um, Twitter, there's there is a, a certain group and, and there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying anything against them by any means, but I have seen it a few different times where, um, you know, for instance, Sunday night, the markets were closed um, and uh, a broker or a a trader, you know, who shall remain nameless, posted soybeans up 16 or something like that. The markets were closed. Um, You know, so when you see stuff like that, it's kind of first, it makes you think, you know, oh, okay, well, there's a lot of of folks that are aren't, you know, maybe they're not aware that the market was closed, and they can't figure out why they're missing the board being up 16 or something like that. And and so, you know, it, it kind of opens up a, a level of conversation to where if you are, if you are, uh, and I guess then you have to ask a secondary question, what makes someone a, a speaker for agriculture or a, a mouthpiece of agriculture? Are we all just because we're in agriculture? Um, or do you have to claim that you want to be uh, a speaker or a, an advocate of ag to to be taken seriously. I mean, it, what does social media? Because we have to admit that being in agriculture, um, we have a certain audience out there because we are producing or we are working on helping to produce the world's food. Whether you want to ad- admit it or whether you want to look at it that way or not, you know, it goes back to our think a plumber if you you crapped inside today kind of thing. Does that you know if you speak on a, a social media platform about agriculture, are you supposed to be held to a certain standard? I mean, what do you guys think on on that side? I I think you need to. I think you need to speak for yourself, number one. Um, not everybody can farm the same. Not everybody needs to farm the same. I think you can't tell other people how to farm. Um, I think there's learning opportunities from each other, but to tell someone else they're doing it wrong is wrong. Wait, my, my four-year-old tells me that all the time. Right. Can you talk to her, please? Yes, I'll be glad to. <laughs> I, just, I think that every I mean, I think social media gives everyone a voice who wants to have a voice. But that doesn't mean that those who aren't on social media don't also, you know, me commenting to somebody on Facebook who's a friend of mine that has a question about her food isn't any different than me, you know, talking to the mom at the park about something, too. I mean, they're both the same, you know, type of. Yes, advocating. I agree. I think in the same respect, though. Just because you're on social media doesn't make you an expert on it. I agree. Yeah. But I think we get, you know, everybody wants to police what everybody else is posting. And I don't like that aspect of it. You know, if you're speaking truthfully about what you do in your farm or in your job or whatever, you know, that's good enough for me. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Yes. So how do we change? Speak for yourself. You can't. I'm not going to tell my next door neighbor that he shouldn't be planting corn in February. That's not really my job. And I guess that's, I mean, it's not just agriculture that you you run into these things. I mean, you, you as a mom, a new mom, I've seen it all over the place where there's self-appointed mom experts. 
Um, you know, so there's there's a group of self-appointed ag experts that in in many ways aren't aren't as such, I guess. Um, you know, maybe it's because they jumped on the social media bandwagon at first or something of that nature. But when it comes down to it, I, I think you're right. I think you have to speak for yourself. But um at the same time, it, it almost puts some pressure on those who see uh something as as uh it's hard to say. It's it's almost like is it is it purposeful, um, purposely misleading, um, and and so there is some things. And I'm not talking about the planting video. That that's not even one that that you could could say is is something that could change a consumer's way of thinking. Um, you know, but there are certain things that you'll see from different groups in in ag that could be um, purposefully um, not 100 percent accurate. Um, you know, or or you've seen different groups where they'll they'll put out different studies showing that you know such and such chemical is bad, therefore you should be organic or something of that nature. And and uh, so I mean, as one who is in social media, I mean, where do you think your responsibility lies on correcting those those misconceptions that are out there? And I it, I think people need to learn to use the scroll button on a lot of that stuff. Um, I love that. I um. Don't think you have to comment on everything. I think if you see something that's factual, um, share that. The stuff that isn't factual, you are not going to change that person's mind, in my opinion. Scroll past it. Don't. The more you comment on it or the more attention you attract to it, the more that's getting out there and people don't know whether to believe it or not. So if you're commenting on something that's not true trying to correct the situation, you're showing it to a whole host of people that weren't going to see it to begin with. So you've just shared this misinformation. I something. You know, I, I the, the ones that the misinformation in agronomics is the ones that really get to me. And I always look at who it was and see how many followers they have. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. he only has 200 followers. Nobody's going to see that. Scroll. <laughs> right. And I think that's accurate. I think there's times where you're just better to kind of keep on going. Um, well, you know, and we pick have your lives. It's not like, you know, I can't spend my whole time on the internet correcting misinformation. So, but Are you sure? Isn't that your, I mean. <laughs> not even close. So Some I, people I, think I, it's their job. Well, and that's. That's kind of what I I find somewhat humorous is, yeah, there are, are some folks out there that, that seem to think that, you know, or, or they think that they've, they've mastered the, the ability to handle it or whatever. And, and, uh, so it's, it's interesting to see and, and, uh, interesting, you know, from a social media connection, we've, we've made such a large world or such a big, big, uh, um, I mean, it's a huge world out there. There's billions of people. Um, everyone has a different opinion. Uh, and I, I think the one thing that we struggle with in, in agriculture, perhaps, is that we think everyone should have the same opinion, and that's just not going to happen. Um, but it's not just agriculture. I mean, it, it happens in religion and politics and and uh, whether or not you should give your kids peanut butter before they're a year old. I mean, it's it just seems to be um, the smaller we make the world, you know, via social media, the harder harder it is to kind of function in it. Uh, that's true. Well, and you know, before we had scientific journals or you had to go to the library, you know, there was like policing of actual information and misinformation. And with the internet, there's none of that. So, you know, we well, really everyone's need an to expert. be 
diligent within ourselves to make sure we search out, you know, worthy resources for information. And that's true. I, th- I mean, just because, yeah, if, if you're interested in hot dogs, do your own research, figure out what's fact and what's not. Don't, um, yeah. I love hot dogs, especially in scalp potatoes. In scalp potatoes? Oh, yeah. You've never had hot dogs and scalp potatoes? Oh, my no. God. You cut them up? You should try it. Yeah. Just like, like you would putting them in macaroni and cheese or something. You just like toss them in the scalp potatoes. Well, I'll be darned. Learn it's something good. new My mom... Day. So creepy thing about that random, random, you know, kind of intermission here. Um, My mom used to make it all the time when I was a kid, but now I brought it up and she's like, I never made that. Oh, (laughs) I'm I'm kind of creeped out. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, do I remember that from a different life? Like, I swear (laughs) we did. We were very poor growing up. So I am pretty sure when we couldn't afford the Easter ham, she cut up some hot dogs and threw them in her scalp potatoes. Like, I will admit just that my favorite thing that my grandma used to make was macaroni and cheese with Velveeta and Spam. Spam. Ugh. Carl made me eat fried Spam not long ago, and it was horrible. Chris I would tried to never eat it spam. now, but I loved it back then. Ugh. Spam is gross. Chris loves it. Does Chris love it, too? Yes. Maybe it's just a dude thing. Like, it has enough salt in it that I can't take my rings off if I try to eat it, so I don't... I just can't. But I can understand. I make a, a mac and cheese with Velveeta and it's to die for. Um, literally, because it's probably clogging my heart as we speak. But it doesn't but belong it. on apple pie. No, I don't. That's crazy talk. Uh, so, but, you know, just to kind of get back to, to where we're at and, and wrap up the conversation here a little bit. You just know what you're going to hear us talk about. So That's right. That's the amazing thing. That's the, we can have an in-depth conversation about whether or not you can, av- you know, like advocate properly for agriculture on social media and also talk about hot dogs and scalp And get potatoes. a recipe. If you don't try it, you can't knock it. I mean, seriously, go home and try it right now. It's amazing. I'm actually considering making it for dinner, but we don't have any scalp potatoes. We do have um, some sausage, though, so that should work. Um, Like this uh, hot dog style sausage. Not Anyway, um, we'll edit that out. But when it comes down to it, I mean, what really, um, I think what we're kind of getting to is the fact that you cannot, for one, you cannot assume that anyone on social media is an expert in anything, even if they proclaim it in their biography. Um, you know, for two, uh, you're personally responsible for determining whether you uh, listen or whether you search out other sources of information uh, to build a proper opinion. Um, you know, what else am I missing here, Gales? I just don't think one person can be an expert on everything. I mean, uh, you can talk marketing, Angie, and you can talk agronomy. Sorry about that. Can't get the word out. Agronomy. Agronomy. And, and I can talk hogs, but to be honest with you, there's lots of questions I can't answer and you guys can't answer. I mean, it, you can't be an expert on everything and know everything about everything. Yeah, and what's wrong with, I mean, come on, the first thing everyone should do is Google it. <laughs> right. It's like oh, the Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Remember when you used to have to use the Encyclopedia? I, I don't do. want I'm to. Old. Or the, the card catalog? The yep. card catalog. Too? Do you remember? I yep. do. The Dewey Decimal System. Wait, is that the same thing as the yes. card catalog? Yes. Is it? Okay. Yes. I was scared for a minute. Like, I <laughs> thought I was completely wrong. 
But since I'm right, we'll keep it in the show. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, really, overall, I think that's the main thing that we have to get down to is is to realize that there's nothing wrong with saying I don't know. I always tell my staff members that um, I one of the biggest lessons I ever had when I first started in the industry was my boss asked me a question. And so badly did I want to answer it. You know, I, I shouldn't I felt as though I should know the answer. And so I spewed this boatload of BS like and it was believable. Believe me. I mean, I can. I can uh, sound like I know what I'm talking about like anyone else. I mean, obviously, look at me now where I am. But um, he goes, you have no clue, do you? And I so badly didn't, you know, want to admit it. But I did. I finally I said, yes, you know, no, I have no idea what I'm I'm saying here. And and uh, he said, there is absolutely nothing wrong with saying you don't know. And I was like 22, 23 years old when he told me that. And it's just stuck with me since then. Because I would much rather say I don't know and not mislead whoever I'm talking to than say that I do and and have them pass that on to to five other people who pass it on to five other more each person. And next thing you know, you know, it's it's thought to be reality when it's really just a bunch of of bullshit. FYI, I really don't know a lot. So (laughs) I'm in the same boat. I really don't. You You start talking about testing planters and i get a blank stare (laughs) i'm not an equipment person but i do understand testing a planter to make sure that the seeds are planting correctly so i'm only half in on that kind of stuff but luckily i have an equipment dealership husband who can make up the other half so i was gonna say you're not an equipment person but you're married to one (laughs) see unfortunately uh, for me, I married a, a cattle guy, so everything in his life is is uh, worst case scenario. So that's what that's... the monitor's for inside the cab of the tractor to tell me which oh, row is. Oh, but Jen, planting. those lie, those lie, those lie. Oh, and they also they really? scream at you a lot. Yeah, you have to verify they? that they're actually showing you what's going on in, in the ground. So again, I go back and what I tell my guys, I'm going to tell you guys. Uh, you grow it, I will help you figure out how to sell it. And that's what I do. So I couldn't tell you the difference between... Uh, I do know what a surfactant is. I know that helps st- keep the stuff sticking to the weeds, right? To kill them? To the leaf surface, yeah. See? I'm a genius. Now I'm going to go on Twitter and proclaim that you I am are an agronomist. agronomist. <laughs> well, Hashtag so. it in your bio. Hashtag agronomist. <laughs> <laughs> part-time agronomist right so anything you gals would like to add uh before we get her wrapped up here today or yep thanks for tuning in and hopefully we'll still be interesting come two weeks <laughs> we'd like to remain relevant if we can jen do you have anything you'd like to say nope i'm good that's a woman of few words. So as always, we'd really like to hear your feedback. What are you thinking about when you uh, listen to this conversation? What's your opinion? And uh, uh, as we said in the introduction show, our opinion is our opinion. And and uh, if it's different than yours, we'd love to hear it. Um, and 140 characters or less, you can find us on Twitter. Um, otherwise, uh, keep on farming and uh, you'll hear from us again. <laughs>